Casual Sports. I am your host, Joe Seth, and with me, returning from the Bay Area, the Fan Man. Fan, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Back from assignment in uh, the Bay Area, and uh, a lot of sadness. A lot of sadness wherever I go, apparently. Yeah, you are. Uh, you were. You are contact sads. You are. Uh, if anybody would like to hire. Fenno as the opposite of like a comfort dog or a grief counselor. He just actually brings <laughs> sadness to your region. You were in the Bay Area when the goddamn Penguins won the Stanley Cup and the Warriors lost game five at home. Yes, yes. And when... Um... Some guy wasted $60,000 to try and see his team win the championship in person. And yeah. Reasons he didn't get to see it in person. One, Draymond Green, a little bit of temper control. You're falling for some Bush League LeBron James stuff. Two, Fenno's in your city. <laughs> three, yeah. Kyrie Irving yep. got hot. That order, those three things. Yeah, yeah, it was not great. Um, your contact like, said. Yeah, I'd also like to point out while I was uh, away on my excursion, uh, Muhammad Ali passed away. Gordy Howe died, and <laughs> and um, uh, uh, Las Vegas is apparently getting an NHL team. So uh, and the Penguins yeah. won the cup, and the Penguins won the cup, as you said, and uh, and Kimbo somehow, Slice died, which wasn't Kim- relevant to my or my my life, but I'll acknowledge well, that he was to some big time internet you, fame. You had bought into the Kimbo Slice. Uh, Look, all right, we all have thigh tattoos we regret. Some of us are just fortunate enough that they cover with basic clothing, all right? I don't know if I can see that a thigh if it's that high. So I don't yeah. really want to get into placement or content of it, all right? Look, it's heavy. It's got thick lines. There's no cover-up. I'm trying to move on, okay? The we champion, shall. you know, let this be a lesson. You don't get the championship tattoo until after the championship. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You do always see that guy like before a Super Bowl or something. There's like this Broncos fan already got the trophy tattooed on him, or this Panther fan already got the trophy tattooed on him. Some guy, you know, remember that guy got uh got the Romney Ryan tattooed. Yeah, yeah. That guy, that guy, the the ultimate. I was talking trash before they won. Back, 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 backfire. That's the worst. What's your worst of that? Like, who was the biggest, like, the most trash you ever talked before a sporting event that went totally wrong? Okay, so I do this a lot. Um, I have some outer body experiences when it comes to sporting activities. Um, But uh, one time, I don't know if it was more trash or it was my fault, such as the sadness I brought on during my excursion when I was away. But... uh, so the United States men's soccer team was playing in the uh, Gold Cup. No, no, no they're playing in the. Um, what are they playing in? They're playing in the tournament that happens before the World Cup. Oh, they, um, shit! The, the Confederations Cup. There it is. And they had beat Spain, I think it was, and then they were going to play Brazil in the semis. Yep. And I was like, "Yeah, we got this. We're playing so great." We're on a roll when we had Donovan and all those, the greats together. And they come out, I think they were up like 2 nothing, And 
I was I was texting our other friend and texting his brothers and stuff. I was like, we got this, no big deal, it's over, we're moving on, no big deal. But here's where my uh, issue came in. At halftime, they had told me, you should come to our house to finish watching the game. And I was like, no, I'm already locked in. I got all my crazy you know, rituals going all down. All of the America the- swag. Yes. And uh, so anyways, I go to go to their house, and I, I, I black out when I'm going there. I can't remember where their house is, and I miss a turn. And by the time I get there, it's tied up 2-2, and then they lose. And um, I was at that house. Yeah. Yeah, I place all the blame on my shoulders for that. Yeah. My biggest, uh, I talked a lot of trash before the 2010 NBA Finals. Really felt mm. like the Celtics had that one in the bag. Um, I talked a little bit of shit before Carson Palmer's knee went out, but not a lot. I don't think. No. I mean, um, I don't think that was really on you. I think that's more on the no, Steelers. No, but it's still just like, oh. Did a little too much talking. Did a little too much talking before this one. Yes, yes. And uh, if I was older, uh, I think the 2004 Yankees-Red Sox series, Mm. as as my family are all Yankee fans. Yes. I don't think I knew enough Red Sox fans to have that one truly hurt, not being on the East Coast. Yes. But there's... Appreciate, I appreciate it in a way not having the uh, the adult experience of that one. That one would be rough. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think if I was a Vikings fan, that Favre Saints game would probably be number cool. one. I remember Vikings fans talking a lot of trash for that one, and then of course yeah. Patriots had the infamous eighteen and one. I think that's the worst one of all time. The worst, like eat crow, eat your words, even though the you know the holding or whatever on the helmet catch still, still. I don't think any fan base had to eat more crow. All of society was was rooting against those smug bastards. Yeah, I mean. And speaking of smug I, bastards and terrible sports fans, um, how are you reconciling the fact that the Penguins have won the Stanley Cup? Well, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of yelling in closed rooms with the lights off, windows covered. Okay. Uh, a lot more yelling, um, and. Uh, you know, you just kind of try and justify it. It's more of a coping process. Okay. Uh, that, that's pretty much that's as far as I've gotten the coping process. I haven't really gone anywhere else. But uh, uh, as I was just uh, reading an article that something kind of silver liningy that came out of this, uh, since I'm an Ottawa a Sens fan, I obviously hate the Leafs. And it turns out Phil Kessel from the Penguins might be bringing the cup back to Toronto to hang out with some old friends there, which I thought was hmm, kind of interesting to As bring he the is cup back. not from Toronto. Not from Toronto. He's from Minnesota. So it would be just that interesting for him to bring the cup that close to Toronto and not have the Maple Leafs have it is, is a little nice. If they, did the, if they did bring the championship to another city in other sports – Mm-hmm. Um, when Kevin Love wins the title two years from now, playing with like Russell Westbrook or something, I hope he brings it to Cleveland. <laughs> I, I feel bad for what he's reduced to. Yeah, I that mean, dude that's, is so in his own head. It's so bad. 
that's worse just because Cleveland has never won the NBA title. Toronto won like 60 years ago or Oh, yeah, it'd be the ago. ultimate troll. God hates Cleveland. That would be a cruel one. Yeah. Yeah. It would be absolutely cruel and uh, just... He won't even shoot out there anymore. Like he's so second guessing. He just looks like a guy who is going to be confronted with everything he did wrong, an impossible mistake he could make, and he looks like he's processing like his Twitter feed every time he catches the ball. Uh, in his defense, very uncomfortable. He does look pretty good in those uh, Banana Republic or Tommy Bahama ads that I keep seeing on Alaska Airlines magazine. Or is it GQ? I think it was GQ. Sorry, GQ. <laughs> MB. 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 Super a... confused. Super <laughs> confused. I couldn't tell if it was GQ or if he'd just gotten divorced, but with style. I, I couldn't tell if he was trying to sell some parking property in Seattle <laughs> or was it a Tommy Bahama. He was showing some low priced beachside condos in northern Florida. He's killing it. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, I'm pretty sure that was him in those uh, Banana Republic ads, and because I kept on staring at it, I was like, "With hypnotizing blue eyes, he's a handsome lumberjack." Is that Kevin Love? Uh, is that Caleb? Is that Caleb one one point one? I don't know. Who are you rooting for in the finals right now? I like Steph Curry, but as we were just talking about, I just got lost in Kevin Love's eyes for about two hours, and I think just right now. Um, I was lost, thinking about getting lost in Kevin Love's eye. Like that 30 seconds where you had a spiritual awakening of eye contact, it was just, I don't know what to do now. It's over. You've hit like a second, like spiritual puberty. It's a whole new awakening. You didn't know the universe could be like this. Do I I need to start wearing deodorant? (laughs) I think so. I think so. I think your whole life is about to change, and we're going to have to have some serious talks. I uh, I am rooting for whoever has like my most recent text message really indicates who I'm rooting for. Mm-hmm. Like if our uh, mutual friend Tyler has made any contact with me during the game or just beforehand, I'm rooting pretty hard for Golden State because he's become an obnoxious Cavaliers fan. I uh, the the Kyrie <laughs> Irving ability to sh- to have these Kyrie amazing games that just generate a YouTube mix all of their own and a shoe deal is incredible. But when he's off, it's so ugly. He's never setting anybody up, and it just really bothers me. I um, But I think the most interesting debate that we should have for the finals, most interesting thing that, uh, that could potentially happen is, let's say the Warriors win right now, like it's just over. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron is leading the series in rebounds, blocks, assists, and steals, and he's like second in points. Okay. LeBron is the MVP of the finals, right? I believe so. I mean, after looking over his stat line and everything he's done, I mean, without LeBron, yeah, can the Cavs even be doing what they're doing? And it's not, and they did, the league did this with Jerry West once. It's the only, it's the only time it's ever happened where the MVP was on the other side, was on the losing side. And okay. it's kind of one of those things where it's just kind of always been given to somebody on the winning team. And right. like last year, it was just given to Igudala because he played defense on LeBron. LeBron still went off in that series, but he played really good defense. Although mm-hmm. 
revisionist history, we should have probably given it to Steph because they're playing four on three for offense for a reason. They were doubling Steph Curry. Not the point. Point being right. is LeBron is a monster in this series. He's incredible. This team won 73 games. And the Cavs are in there. And they're in there because he is a monster. All over the place. I mean, it's totally compromised Kevin Love at some point, in my opinion, just because I've seen Kevin Love be great, and I don't understand why he's not great now. But I don't know what anybody could do to generate more of an MVP case on a losing effort, considering that nobody on Golden State has really, like, gone off, gone off, like, for Mm -hmm. all of their wins. Like, it's not the same person contributing to all of their victories. Yes. That it seems like LeBron deserves it. Like, it takes, like, a pitcher winning MVP in baseball where the pitcher has to, A, be amazing, and then also no position player has to really have stepped up to earn it. And I feel like that's just the same circumstances. I think he's been amazing. I don't think anybody on Golden State has really, like, stepped up to really so, seize it. With that in mind, as far as seeming that we're both in – agreement that LeBron has been crushing this series and is the the front runner for MVP uh, of the playoffs either way um, if the Cavs end up losing or come back um, my question would be would it be more impactful for LeBron's legacy if he went on to win the title against the goal against Golden State or if he won the MVP in a losing effort if he beats this Warriors team that's bigger that's bigger. But do you th- because then do you he beats the seventy four the seventy three win Lakers. Yeah. Wins the MVP and he beats the seventy three win Lakers leading the series in steals, blocks, rebounds, and assists, and he's top two in points. Top three in points. I mean that's 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 putting that? an Oscar Robertson stat line, Will Chamberlain stat line, like in the finals. Against yeah. this, like, because all those stats are only against the seventy-three win, attempting to be back-to-back champion, unanimous MVP, Golden State Warriors. If he put up those numbers and beat the unanimous MVP, trying to win back-to-back titles, that's that's game over. Like he jumps a whole other. He's already in like the upper echelon of players, and if he were to win this title, he would. For me, he would start jumping like he'd jump Kobe. If he did that, okay, okay. That's when but that's I mean, when LeBron is like, I've passed Kobe now. Winning the MVP in a losing effort—that's pretty huge too. So it's only that's one person. huge, but it doesn't like rings come into account so much for right. how amazing you are. Like only Will Chamberlain has like overcome that because his stats are so overwhelming. And by all accounts, by some people, he was kind of bored. But nobody yeah. else, like no other great player, rings aren't a core part of their argument. It's the sole argument for, for Jordan is six rings. I mean, it's just his stats associated with winning. Blank associated with winning. And mm-hmm. LeBron would get hit with, these are stats, but these weren't stats that won. Mm-hmm. He, You know, basketball... It's it's on you if you're the great player, winning or losing. Like you get too much blame, too much glory. Right. It's not it's not Barkley's fault. Pippen didn't play with him. You know, yeah. Barkley was you know Barkley's an amazing basketball player. Barkley didn't didn't get any sidekicks. Steve Nash game did the seasons just the playoffs didn't break right. 
just a couple of times. It took random suspensions to Amari Stoudemire and some unfortunate injuries and a terrible front office. But it's still Steve Nash never won a ring. Not circumstances prevented Steve Nash from winning a ring. It's Steve Nash never won a ring. And so, that kind of thing would hold him back, don't you think? I mean, I think it would hold him back. I mean, I think in, when it comes down to all sports for who's great, it comes He's down to... He's already two and five in the finals. Or two and three. Right. Two for five. He's been in what, six straight finals? He's the first person since Bill Russell to be in six straight finals. Yeah. Yeah. And we lost pretty... to the Spurs, so he's Yeah. Four with Miami, so he's two for two and three, two and four. He's two and five in the finals for his career. One, two, lost five. And the big thing is he's gotta win one in Cleveland. That Spurs one that he lost should, like early in his career shouldn't even count. He had no business even making the finals. And it's held but... in his finals record and his negative when really it's like LeBron somehow brought a team to the finals. In no, 2007, crazy. like, no business being there. We brought, had, like, brought, like Larry Hughes to the finals. Yeah. 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 Made Mo Williams an all-star for a year. Dude's got a hell of a resume. Let alone, like, never missing the playoffs. LeBron's never gone out in the first round ever since he's made the playoffs the first time in his career. I mean, it's like, pretty amazing. Like, you have LeBron on your team, you go deep into the playoffs. And now it just seems like he's just an automatic finals entrance. It's yeah. insane. It's- Especially because he's in, he's back in Cleveland. Um, like he's put up. Let me run this past you. He's put up like these stat lines now that I don't think we appreciate in the moment. Like you get, he's so great that it'll take somebody else great like ten years from now for like is so and so better than LeBron, and then all of a sudden like the LeBron resume stuff will start to come out. And be like, yeah. yeah, LeBron was just always in the finals. And we got it got to the point where it was like, it's just going to be so-and-so versus LeBron. Like, who's going to play the Cavs in the finals was the discussion this year because it's just obviously LeBron wins the East. And part of that is the East is bad, but part of it is just this dude is always in the finals. Part of me wants to see him win because I don't think the pendulum swings right. And, like, the LeBron is amazing to, like, LeBron is, like, a choker. There's that weird, like, LeBron chokes stuff that yeah. I don't remember Kobe ever having. It really bothers me. Mm-hmm. And, like, LeBron has it and Kobe doesn't, even though, like, Kobe missed the playoffs in his prime. But it's... then the other point is, like, I feel like the Steph Curry high tide mark has happened. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that ocean, that tide line could come way too far back if they yeah. were to lose. Like there, there, there's some like uh, some backlash to the unanimous MVP. There's just a group that's always that's ready. They're ready. I think his shoes thing didn't help his cause either. I think for the first time in a while he isn't cool. So like there would be there's just this backlash that yeah. goes too far when they when somebody gets built up and then when it's about to be like immortalized then there's like the pullback. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think something like that happened to Russell Wilson? Yeah, when I they think lost it really, that game. After he lost the game, I think it was kind of building that year because Russell Wilson, before that, even when he was drafted, he had this chip on his shoulder. Um, he's just this guy who exudes positiveness, if that is something. And everything he did was just like walking on water. It was just perfect and great. And then 
And then he assholes like me decided they didn't like Russell Wilson. Well, I mean, he he then started dating. I think it's isn't he dating Sierra or whatever? And yeah, yeah. Everyone's just kind of like, "Are you serious?" This Chastity guy, belt. It's almost like. Uh, <laughs> It's almost like his life has like hit the peakness of amazingness, and now people look at him like not as walking in water, but like as a douche. You know, it's like we get it. Your life's perfect, okay? You have Sierra. You're a quarterback for the Seahawks. You won the Super Bowl. No, Shut there is the a percentage of us that just think he's a douche. Yeah, which which is a shame because everything he does on the field is the kind of things I would make up in a lab and create as a quarterback for name the NFL or college football video game. Yeah. Do you think there's that potential for Steph Curry if they lose the series that that sort of Russell Wilson backlash starts to build? Because I, I mean, think the I, shoes hurt him, man. I think the shoes, those those Chef Curry whites took his coolness the, down a big peg. But the thing about um, the thing about Steph Curry is he I mean I mean I feel like he's in a different level because he's in the NBA. Than Russell Wilson. Um, so Steph Curry, wait, you're saying that Steph Curry is cooler now than Wilson ever was? Yeah, just because he's an M- NBA. I guess he is like the unanimous MVP at this point. Like Russell needed to win that game, win that next Super Bowl to kind of yeah be cemented. I just, I just don't know. Like, who will be more annoying post-finals? Like, Mm -hmm. Cavs win. Will Steph haters become the most annoying? Will LeBron haters post a Warriors win become the most annoying? Uh, Kyrie defenders post-Cavs winning? Love haters post Cavs winning or losing. Those people aren't going away anytime soon. Yeah. And love's not really helping the cause there. No. Um the Clathius out there for Clay Thompson. There's no yeah. downside to that. The dude is amazing. Once again, never been more wrong on a player in my life. Doesn't Doesn't what? I just say it doesn't seem like a very smart uh, lad. Clay Thompson is. Okay, I'm not gonna put that in. I like Clay Thompson. I don't need. I don't need those shots. I'm not gonna go on the record with that. There's shenanigans. Also, I don't want to start down the rabbit hole of athlete intelligence. That's not a road to go down. Yeah. A lot of these guys are never forced to read. I mean, athletes and girls that were smoke shows since eight. I'm not saying they aren't smart. I'm just saying they've been able to get by if they've chose to. So if we're going to go down the road of uh, athletes as far as um, their hipness, coolness, if you will, I think the kids are saying yeah. these days. Whose coolness is the most on the line in this series? Um, because that's really what we're getting at with the Steph Russell Wilson thing. 
is like yeah. Russell Wilson's coolness was the most at stake in that Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl. Marshawn Lynch's swagger for days. It's not going anywhere. Tom Brady is already Tom Brady. Also, did you see Marshawn Lynch in a Sharks jersey? In uh, I think Marshawn it was Lynch game. Is a hero. He's a hero. Game. He he watched Game Six with Draymond Green. All right, or Game Five with Draymond Green. He's a hero. Yeah, yeah. He's a that's hero. Awesome. Um, but whose coolness is the most at stake if not Steph Curry in this series? Um, I'm gonna probably say. I'd probably say Kyrie Irving. Because yeah, okay. Kyrie. As you were saying earlier, he kind of has these flashes of brilliance, and Kyrie just kind of like burst onto the scene for uh, for the Cavs. What like I want to say like what three or four years ago? I don't know how many years pro he is, but, but yeah, like, I mean he did he did nothing at Duke. He was just a hype train. He played yeah, like twelve games yeah. or something. So he's kind of built up this cool hype where he's had these cool commercials now. With Uncle Drew, and he's had these. I mean, you know what's you not know, on those mixtapes, though? His defense. Not letting interesting it go. Shoes, things like that. I understand. And um, it's kind of hit Dude, this. Monster Kevin Love was on those mixtapes, those Uncle Drew tapes. I know. this. I, I have no qualm with uh, Kevin I'm Love. I'm so flabbergasted by Kevin Love. I'm so flabbergasted. Banana Republic. I bring, everything back, I bring everything back to Kevin Love and how I don't understand what's going on. There's a last. But you're making line. a lot of good points, and I keep interrupting you. It's okay. I just got lost in my. I think I just opened another Last Airlines magazine in my head, but um, he uh, yeah, Kyrie Irving. He he's built his way up to this point where now he's like the Cavs. He's the man, like Robin to Batman, being LeBron, and as Ocho Cinco would say about he and Hushmanzada, Batman and Batman, forty-one and forty-one. Kyrie, no kind of been continuously going up up and up and now it's like he's on the largest stage and yeah he crushed it the other night but what has he done besides when he's not with lebron oh nothing nothing he yeah. needs lebron he's got to perform now he's he needs gotta, lebron he, he needs, needs to be have the sense too to know that he needs lebron he can't be one of these guys that's that's really good with like a great player yeah. like stefan marbury leaves garnett uh do you mean starberry I mean, Starberry, sorry. MB. Thank you. Yes. Like, some of these uh, guys, like, I think Kyrie Irving, like, this is Kyrie Irving. Like, I think he's as good as the best player on the team allows him to be. Mm-hmm. And LeBron has been amazing. And even being amazing, they're still down 3-2. And Kyrie Irving had, like, one of the best games of his career. He needs to do that at least... He can't do that. That he can't shoot in this over seventy percent again. He, like, he can't to hold do him to that. Of playing bonkers again in the next. Well, the game. problem is, is he takes those amazing shots to where if they go in, everybody's yeah. on fucking social media, it's, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. Like, told you all bitches about Kyrie. I told you about Kyrie. That's like, it's where were you the last three games when he shot thirty percent from the field? Yeah, and that kind of shooting for him, I feel like, has to start really early. Yeah, like people bring up the fact that like Steph's assists and Curry's ass- and Kyrie's assists are really similar, and nobody yeah. gets on Steph for passing, and it's like that's because the Cavs get so many team assists, and if yeah. we kept track of hockey assists, because that's where Steph's pass is, he's it's off true. the pick and roll, and he's the pass to the pass. Assists. 
why they don't keep track of that hockey assist in basketball. Basketball assists are so arbitrary, whereas hockey assists are so official. Like it's just like it's subjective of like did that pass actually lead to that basket or not? You get more at it's, home than on the road for a reason. It's true. But and Kyrie is never passing to the hockey assist because he's such a ball stopper. And my big problem with Kyrie is I'm a big James Harden defender. And it's true. You're huge. I am. I am a big James Harden defender. And when he's coming off playing for Team USA in the summer, a.k.a. the only time he ever works out in the summertime, James Harden apologist, but I'm also aware of it, he can play defense. like He can lock it down. He's the highest usage rate offensive player in basketball. And when he locks it down, he can play defense. There are videos of them are of uh, Team USA training camp where he, Paul George, and Kevin Durant rotate playing one-on-one, guarding each other. And he can guard in that scenario. But when he's like out of shape and he's not trying on defense, like he can't play defense, which he does do. No defense to that. But he can get woke when they're in the finals with OKC. He plays LeBron. Like that's who guarded LeBron in the 2012 finals was James Harden. Like he could lock it down when he has to. Kyrie can get himself amped up in the finals. And unfortunately, the tragic irony is he's so good at breaking ankles, but his ankles are, are glass. He shook so much. He gets lost when his guy goes on a backdoor screen so often. And like multiple ways in the same game. Like his guy will get, will make the same cutter on the screen. And then like three possessions later, Kyrie will get burned by the same play again. Yeah. I just, dude, can you watch the ball and your guy or even come close to it? (laughs) What incentive do you need to play defense? Cause it seems like it must be ability. I just think that Kyrie really needs to um, continue to have consistency in his offensive abilities, which are there, obviously. And he's not the strongest defender, as we've kind of gone over touch. So, I mean, I think that's what's at stake for Kyrie. I mean, he has moments. Everybody in the NBA has moments. If you're a top-tier NBA player, you have moments. Like He he had a great steal. This is the NBA Finals, so he, yeah. he can't just have moments. He has to have consistency of play, so he can continue. So he can have that, you know, that coolness factor going. You know, so it doesn't just fizzle out. Because in the NBA, obviously, he's a YouTube the... mix, man. I mean, he's a YouTube mix. I know he's the ultimate he... YouTube mix player. He's he's fading trend... jumpers. He's spin jumpers. He's deep it's the pull-ups. Trend leagues in the country, in the world, and. For Kyrie to continue to have that upward trajectory of being cool and being, you know, have those uh, YouTube videos out and things like that, yeah, he'll always have them. But I feel like this finals is is really his, you know, uh, stage to really kind of show. It'll validate him. Yeah, if it'll validate him or not, or if it's just going to be, oh, we're going to see LeBron do work as usual. So. And that, to me, will be the most annoying guy. Is if the Cavs win, Kyrie Irving is better than blank. Yeah, because I mean, Kyrie Irving is better than so and so guy is going to get really annoying. I do like Kyrie. I I'm not going to defend his defense, but no, you I and do. me saw the Cavs live pre LeBron, and we were sitting behind the yeah. basket, and he got a breakaway. Yeah, coming towards us, and we were sitting down, and he broke our ankles. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Like he's then, a, he's amazing, time, but he's perfect evidence of why YouTube scouting isn't real scouting. Yeah, I was just gonna because, say because during that Cavs game, they took him out 
for like half the game for the the second quarter. Oh, well, that was the Byron Scott era. At one point, he was playing two guard while Deion Waiters played the one for some fun <laughs> yeah. reason. Yeah, we saw really early iterations of Kyrie not being able to play without the ball. We saw we saw that at very young. We saw yeah. the dawning age of Kyrie can't play without the ball. Yeah, there's some vintage Deion Waiters terrible mid range jump shots. Yeah, uh, some Anthony Bennett sightings. Old school, old school original, old school Cavs ball. Very old, old school. school. The wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Do you think they come back? No. Okay. No, because think- I think they were incredible in that game, mm-hmm. and it was still like close for three quarters. Like it took everything to win that game, mm-hmm. and I don't think their role players outside of outside of their right now their big two that are scoring. Uh, I don't think those guys can get them to two more wins, and I don't think I don't think Kyrie and LeBron can score. Uh, in the eighties combined two more times. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think they need, you know, they need that like 20, 25 point J.R. Smith game, which it looked like it was going to be game four when he had 10 in the first quarter and then never had another one. They need that like 10 to 25 point J.R. Smith game. They need a 15 to 20 Kevin Love game. Um, right now, I think he scored the same amount as Richard Jefferson, which isn't really going to work because I feel uh I just don't see it. I don't see them yeah. getting like the the good like fifteen and ten like junk double double from Tristan Thompson. Like those like those like fifteen putbacks. Yeah. Points. Like I just don't see it happening. I just see and the... that's the Cavs. They look awesome when like threes go in. Although they didn't shoot a lot of threes in the last yeah. game because LeBron and Kyrie lived at the basket. But the other yeah. thing that people say that's I think nothing drives me more, and I'll end all my LeBron James rants on this. Is okay. there all these rants where he needs to assert himself and go to the basket? Like he needs to be aggressive and go to the basket and go to the basket. He always needs to go to the basket. And he can't just literally run over people. And when this Cavs team is at, or when this Warriors team is at full health with Draymond Green, they rotate. As Zach Lowe likes to point out, they switch everything. And when you switch everything, there's a guy in front of LeBron, and he can't get that eight-foot freight train head start ever since the Tom Thibodeau revolution. Right. So these people that are like, LeBron James needs to just put his head down and go to the basket, need to realize there are people in his way off the pick and roll. He can't just dribble drive when Andrew Bogut is involved in the pick and roll. When Draymond Green is up there, John Levine is up there, and Andre okay. Godala and Harrison Barnes, and Clay Thompson, and they just keep switching and keep moving laterally. He can't quite get to the hoop as often. And so yeah. this whole, I've seen LeBron be great, and now he needs to go do it again. It's so infuriating that like if you see an athlete like LeBron be amazing and then immediately go, he needs to do it again. He yeah. has to do that exact game again outside of like circumstance or an adjustment to game plan by the Warriors. It's he has to just go to the basket again. You got to go yeah. to the basket. It's the basketball version of they need to throw it. To what? To where? To who? To how? Stop it. It really yeah. bothers me because he makes so many smart passes. And he was actually willing to take his jump shot, which is big, because the Kyrie Love pick and roll doesn't work if the small forwards guy is sagging off in the lane because he knows his guy won't shoot a three. But I don't... The LeBron James needs to assert himself and take the 
the contested Kobe fadeaway. I don't know what they're looking for, the LeBron James hater. But yeah. it's uh it just last game, like I was rooting for the Warriors and it was just like I we gotta savor the flavor with this guy. He's been yeah. in the league now for like thirteen years and this is amazing. He's still amazing. Which side note is amazing that LeBron's His been chase in the down blocks. Yeah, it's amazing how long he's been in the league. His chase down blocks are insane. Yeah, LeBron is LeBron's NBA career is a middle schooler right now. Which is which is madness because it feels like it feels like just yesterday that he just got in the league. But um the fact that he's consistently done this kind of strong grown man's game in the NBA for this long where he's going hard in the lane, going hard in the lane and taking those hard hits and things like that. It's like, yeah. how long, how long do you think he can do this for? I mean, the guy in sports bo- is taken for granted more than LeBron's health. You know, the guy's body's got to be beat up and he's playing in all the international competitions. He looks jacked all the time. You know, he's always working out. So, I mean, yeah, apparently he has like his new, he has a nutritionist, a chef and a trainer everywhere with him like yeah. full setups and everywhere he goes um yeah there's been some reports about how serious like lebron takes like physical fitness and eating and stuff like that because yeah. i think i was for a long time i was one of those people that was oh lebron just won the genetic lottery like he's yeah. like every other six three guard but he just got to be built like carl malone like yeah. oh like it's not you know it's not I don't know, um, Chauncey Billups' fault that he's only six foot or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But then when you realize it's like, no, like, no. Le- LeBron, yeah, there are a bunch of other guys that are like 6'8 with like a wider frame, but LeBron is in insane shape. Yeah. He's an insane off-season workout. And I just went on this James Harden rant that, yeah. you know, when he tries in the off-season. And – you to be as great as somebody like LeBron, you have to. No one has can ever say that about you and have it mean anything. Like no one questions his effort. No, they question how I mean, good he is at the social media leader because he's kind of terrible yeah, when it comes to like about, tweeting at his teammates. I'm, and I'm pretty sure no one <laughs> on the Cavs trust each other. They're all yeah. outing different sources. Not and great. Rich Paul Not won't great. stop talking to Chris Broussard, and Chris Broussard won't stop blowing the fact that Rich Paul. LeBron's agent is a source of his. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, you got a pick in game six? I mean, I think I would like to see this series go further. But, I mean, I really just can't go against the Warriors losing two games in a row with the offensive just firepower that they have, just complete flames. So, so they I lose see- in six at home two years in a row. Yeah. Possibly uh, on like the same day of the year. I think so. If it's the same day, like there needs to be, there will be like a documentary about Cleveland called like June 17th. And also, God just hates Cleveland. Like, that's wow. the other thing that we're all forgetting right now is the drive, the shot. These things happen against the Cavaliers and a lot, or against Cleveland, and a lot of these things happen in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. If there's some amazing play, some improbable event that happens in this game, 
all of American sports history and would lead you to believe that it will happen and hurt Cleveland if it happens. If amazing happens in game six, it will be happening against the Cavaliers. Yes. If there's a play that has a definition, the bat flip, the Jose Batista kind of thing, if there's a play that has a name, it'll, it won't be happening in a good way. No. So I'm guessing you're leaning towards... Who are you leaning towards in game six? Uh, it's a toss-up. It's hard. When in doubt, one team won 73 games. Has Draymond Green coming back. Should be extremely motivated. And God hates Cleveland. I'm picking the Warriors. The only thing that worries me is I have no idea where their heads are at. Yeah. Yeah. I got faith in Steve Kerr. So I think the Warriors will probably pull it out. Okay. Feel good about it? I just need to do a little in memoriam here. Memorial. Okay. Go for it. To uh, Mr. Hockey. Uh, probably one of the best players of all time, 23-time All-Star. He um, was a multiple-time Art Ross, and he had eight Hart Memorial trophies. He had one season where he had 118 points with the Red Wings, a good old boy from Saskatchewan, Gordie Howe, um, passed away. And probably one of, if not for Wayne Gretzky, but he's definitely the best all-around hockey player of all time, Gordie Howe. 25-time um, All-Star, first or second team. And um, he played most of his career in Detroit, which obviously neither of us are Detroit fans, but uh, we're both fans of uh, the wonderful classic winged wheel. And uh, Great logo, great uni. Great logo, great uni. So we tip our hat to Gordie Howe. And, of course, um, we I, I hope they actually look at to, uh, doing a Wayne Gretzky situation where they, they just retire the number nine for the whole league. Yeah. But we'll Gretzky see what they do. for it. Gretzky yeah, says that, they should. That would be nice. So a tip of the hat to Gordie Howe and a tip of the hat to uh, the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali. Who, uh, Which also we will leave you with a... Muhammad Ali trash talk clip from before the rumble in the jungle. Without further ado, may 99 be with you. May 99 be with you. He shoots, he scores, amen. It is befitting that I leave the game just like I came in, beating a big, bad monster who knocks out everybody and no one can whoop him. That's when that little Cassius Clay from Louisville, Kentucky came up and stopped Sonny Liston, the man who annihilated Floyd Patterson twice. He was going to kill me. But he hit harder than George. His reach was longer than George. He was a better boxer than George. And I'm better now than I was when you saw that 22-year-old undeveloped kid running from Sonny Liston. I'm experienced now, professional. Jaws been broke, been knocked, knocked down a couple of times. I'm bad. Been chopping trees. I done something new for this fight. I done wrestled with an alligator. That's right. I have wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. That's bad. Only last week, I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Bad dude. Bad. Fast. Fast.
fast. Last night, I cut the light off my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Incredible. Fast. Incredible. And you, George Fullman, all of you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. All of you. I know you got him. I know you got him picked. But the man's in trouble. I'm going to show you how great I am.